Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 117, Episode 4 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers fuck. and Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. And also Mike Bloomberg. And also Mike Bloomberg, who tried to advertise on our network. Uh, it's Friday, January 24th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Oh, it's Miles Gray. Get ready for a three-handed, a.k.a. string. It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. MC Fresher, a.k.a. Salviador Dali, a.k.a. Facts Ernst, a.k.a. Pablo Thick Yasso, a.k.a. Edweed Munch, a.k.a. Jack's son Pollock, a.k.a. Freedom Kahlo, a.k.a. <laughs> Busk Yacht Rock, a.k.a. a.k.a. Leonardo da Vinci, a.k.a. Paul Blazon, a.k.a. Enflic Matisse, a.k.a. Claude Brunet, a.k.a. Gustav Splift, a.k.a. Vasiliy Kandinsky, a.k.a. Yeah. Edgar Slega, a.k.a. Vincent Van Droe. My goodness. Damn. And just like normal, look, I know how it works. I see how I see how these posts evolve. Christy Yamaguchi man comes through with the AKA stream. Right. Then my boy Walnut Chestnut Water Chestnut the second comes through and adds on to that. Then Tay. this time we had a third one come on at Surly Socialite with that last section. So you know what? It takes a village, y'all, to keep my mouth going. Yeah, that sounded really beautiful. weird. It takes a village to keep my, my mouth, mouth going. going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's sort of bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. Bosky Yacht Rock. Uh, are you a yacht rock guy? Oh, is I mean, that part of the? I love Hall and Oates. I like yeah, yeah. you know. I like a little early Kenny Loggins. Obviously, I right. love Michael right. McDonald. Yeah, I I like that. And I didn't really. It's funny because the Channel 101 series Yacht Rock is the thing that got me into yacht rock. Oh, I love that. Loved that show. Learned a lot too, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, about how all those songs came together. Yeah. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented Steve. Hernandez! It's great to be here. Uh, let me paint a picture for you. Jack looking good as usual. Young JFK vibes. Uh, you Pata- say that. Patagonia good. sheep like sheep jacket. It's mm. 74 out. No, you know, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's freezing upstairs. Oh, yeah. All this, all your good looks must make you so cold. Uh, <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, I'm fat over here in a t-shirt, feeling great. <laughs> Miles, I don't talk about your looks because I feel like it's a given. Because we live in our society and this thing, everything. You got all these improv white women just throwing themselves at you. <laughs> I mean, that's no, the facts. Yeah, when I, I mean, used to do a UCB, yeah, oh, course, your boy was doing me? eating good <laughs> in the it? neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah, are you, <laughs> are you oh kidding God. me? So I don't talk about. I, I talk about Jack. I'm just he's a, a family man. He just goes yeah. home. It's all sad. They go to Chili's at night. <laughs> I'm a giver. I just go down on everyone the first date. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've had your fun. You played video games for 15 years with your friends. This poor guy has had the weight of the world on his shoulders, you know? Yeah, (laughs) just go home, my kids. Yeah, look at their beautiful faces thinking, Mm. what have I done in this world (laughs) and with with this political climate? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, Steve, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, People are shocked about the revelation that James Corden does not drive the car during carpool karaoke. <laughs> uh, so we are going to talk about that. We're going to unpack disillusion that, really. uh, you guys of some other things that you might not know about movie magic. And if you do TV know, don't, please don't do the thing where like, oh yeah, yeah we already no knew that. shit, bro. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about Joe Biden's uh, interaction with that reporter uh, where he said, why, 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 a bunch of times, and then, <laughs> told, <laughs> and then told him to chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> relax, like, relax, relax, out, man. Hey, relax, guys. Even though I just did a Skrillex in person, like, why, 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 We're going to talk about impeachment. Uh, we're going to talk about, about impeachment this green. There it is. Uh, we're going to talk about Sonic. We're going to mm-hmm. talk. Not and then the we're burger. just doing a big science dump a lot of science, scientific facts coming our way yeah. about uh, your balls having taste buds in them mm-hmm. uh mainly that mostly uh, that yeah mostly that actually uh, let's just let's just get right to that yeah, let's, get right to, <laughs> let's get down to business guys. all right so we've got three different sauces on the table <laughs> all right. this one's very hot oh yeah you know well okay steve has already started yeah well as you can see <laughs> i'm already deep uh but first steve we like to ask our guests what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are 
All right. Uh, I checked this out. I didn't hear, but I was hearing all about it. Uh, I checked up uh, Zion Williams's uh, premiere. Did you guys talk about that already? No. no. Okay. No. He went off a couple of days ago yeah. on uh, for 17 points in three minutes Yeah. Uh, for the Pelicans. They still lost against San Antonio. Hadn't seen it. I checked it out. Uh, it was amazing. I mean, did you you didn't look at this at all? Anybody? Nobody? No, I, yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. the we highlights. Just haven't talked about it. Yeah. No, yeah, I haven't. I we've just you know sometimes we talk about sports <laughs> a lot. Sometimes we don't talk about them at all. Yeah, I'm just glad to see that he's like not not looking like a Greg Oden type right. of you know draft pick. Yeah, where well, it's like it oh man, like a lot of promise. It's like no, yeah. he's uh, he came back. What was he out three months? Three yeah. months. Greg Oden, though, was 38. It's something nobody was going to talk about. <laughs> but we're truth killers here at the Daily Zeitgeist. guys. I know. He was 38. 15 kids. It yeah. doesn't even make sense. He was so old looking. Yeah, well, it's, he had to bend all that time picking up his 15 kids. Right. Uh, he but, just... yeah, Zion is something else, man. He, I mean, that, that, that was exciting because he started out and he was, like, he started slow in, in the debut. Like, for yeah. the first, like... First, first couple minutes, like people were having to be like, "Ah, oh, first assist from Zion!" <laughs> right. Like, wow, that's exciting. Uh, and then the fourth quarter finally rolled around. People were getting a little nervous, and then he scored 17 points in a row. Yeah, that's that doesn't. Happen I mean, he probably. Ever. I don't know if the term applies to basketball, but he may have been backed up a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, he just right. really yeah, needed to start just. Like, just Gotta, Tossing out ropes. Yeah. I think oh, uh, <laughs> I just <Miles. laughs> I don't know how else to put it. You go off for right. 17 straight points. I mean, yeah. that's like some shit. That's like possessed man basketball. Um, but I just like to see like the the like comforting words from veterans like Giannis is even like, hey man, just don't rush this, bro. Right. Like you're you're good. Don't, don't score all the points at once. Don't score all the points. Don't score yeah. all the points. Because he put up, I think, twenty three and like twenty two, I think. Yeah. Twenty two in like sixteen minutes or something. So it was not bad. Now yeah. for me to even look this up i'm not a big sports guy so you right. know I'm just a dodgers fan really oh so right. how are you feeling about us being back-to-back world series champions <laughs> yeah I, I really am upset about that stuff i'm you know yeah. it really bothers me but i will tell you this a story-wise if uh the teams are a narrative i do like now because I, I was i just hated our manager so much yeah but now that you see everybody basically got screwed I feel like going into this next season feels like a movie. Like everyone's going in with a chip on their shoulder. Like if we can get one more season out of Kershaw, like it's like it was nobody's yeah. fault. They were cheaters. I know, but it's can you? But you know, he took a ding from the fans, though. That's like, what I'm you saying. Know, they all... And it's it's weird how watching even on Twitter people apologizing to you, Darvish, also being like, "Hey, I'm so sorry." That's that what I mean. I was mad. I was mad yeah. all the time, just with everybody else, and now. Um, now this gives us a different narrative to be like, all right, they were screwed over. Almost all the fans are like, we're sorry. So everyone's going to be- I a believe, healing place. coalesce, yeah, and be like, all right, this is our year. Let's give it all we got. There's going to be no more cheating. Yep. So I love Let's this Let's give feeling. it all we got and lose in another World Series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, we really, I really think we would have won those things. I'm not... I'm not one of those sports fans that is just committed to their team no matter what. I like to speak things about things realistically, but I really think we would have won those World Series, at least one of those. I don't think we would, the Boston Oh, one, yeah, we Boston would have beat the crap yeah, out we, of us. We yeah. but, but the, the Astros, Astros one, was, my God, because there were moments where I'm like, how the fuck is the, are it these didn't games right. so Any close? Sense. Yeah. The Dodgers were just playing out of their mind like, yeah. in, those, in that series, and then it just... It's like the Astros <laughs> just decided to hit whenever they wanted to. Uh, by Luckily, the way, we this, are yeah. doing sound effects now. Every time Miles says ding, there will be a ding <laughs> in the background. Uh, what is something uh, you think is overrated? The movie 1917. Has Ooh, anyone seen it? Hot. No, I'm about to see it. It's overrated? It's hot overrated. Take. In what yeah. sense? And now, this is nominated for uh, an Academy Award for Best Film. Um, it's very beautiful, but it just did not connect with me emotionally. We reviewed it this week on Views from the Vista. Zed Kutzinger loved it, but the rest of us... Just was like, oh, it was fine. It's a, it feels like a trick. I feel like right. It's more. It's not a movie you go to see because like the story's so good. It's more because they're like, wow, they really. This is more like a filmmaking experience more than like a storytelling, right? Yeah, Zed really compared it to Gravity, which um, everybody. Mm, that's if, a divisive if, film too. Uh, yeah, it's the same thing. If you go, you take it for what it is. If you saw, I saw Gravity at the IMAX at Universal, and it was so cool, and I got really wrapped up in it. Uh, it just didn't happen to me. I said 1917 at the Universal IMAX as well. It just didn't click for me. I mm. just didn't give a shit. But did you like this? Because, you know, for people who don't know, it's meant to look like one seamless master shot with no cuts. It's all happening at once. 
did that even was that like wasted on you like thirty minutes in or something? Yes, because you knew it wasn't one shot. You were you were right because you knew of, they had to cover. You're kind of looking look, for the seams. You're looking yeah. for the yeah. seams. Yeah. So yeah. it's like I oh. saw one shot where my man jumped off a bridge yeah. and went to the water, and I was like, bro, I can tell from the, like the blurry the, <laughs> right. the blurriness of the motion. Anyway, but yeah. I'm st- I still want to see it. Just for for me, it's not even because I'm like this movie's gonna be sick. I'm just more like you know what? If you took the time to really want to make a film <laughs> that looked like that, right? I'll, I'll I will res- I will respect the energy you. And put and that's, and that's why I had to see it too. It wasn't I. I wasn't like yearning to see this movie. I've right. seen so many war movies. I don't think emotionally they're gonna do anything new. Uh, but I, I still was hoping. Whenever I go see any movies, I'm always pulling for them. I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's why I love Cats. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Loftus encouraged me to go see it, and we saw it on Sunday, and I was blown away by it. I absolutely loved it. I don't. What did people expect from a movie from cats? called Cats? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you went into being like, "This is about to be a farce." Well, right. it was a musical. Yeah. You know, I saw Phantom of the Opera when I was a kid too, and I love that. It's a musical. It's supposed to be weird and preposterous. Right. Uh, I love Cats, but 1917, in my opinion, is overrated. But I do hope it touches you if you go to see it. I'm not, you know, no hate. It's hard to make a movie. Yeah. All these directors, man, like giving props to their grandparents. Right, like Chris Nolan's grandfather like Dunkirk. inspired Dunkirk, right. and then uh, uh, what's our boy's name? Uh, Mendez. Mendes? Yeah, Sam Mendez. Uh, his Sam Mendez's grandfather was also in the first world or in the first World War, which inspired this. So, I guess what will that inspire us? Yeah, our I like the main. I've been waiting for a really dope World War One movie since uh, Dan Carlin did his whole series on hardcore history about World War One. Do you ever listen to that? Yeah, yeah I love that Dan shit. Carlin. Is and it's, almost, it's just brutal. Yeah, brutal, but like also just like so visceral and like yeah, I, I was waiting for that. So I I'm gonna check it out. I'm not gonna check it out because uh, I believe it was one uninterrupted shot. Do well, they I, ever I, just go, hey, look over there? And then like, <laughs> I that's why I hope too. I hope that this will bring down your expectations enough so that you'll enjoy it. Yeah, because most movies, hell, guys, you know, life yeah. is all about expectations. It's true. So if I can bring your expectations down, remember that I think it's overrated. Yeah. Go in there, and then hopefully it touches you in some way. Mm. I'm into movie magic, folks. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, what's something you think is underrated? A night on the town with your romantic partner. Huh? Right. What was the last time you did it? Hey, buddy. Uh, Jack. Put me on the spot here. It's, it's been, been a while. I know it's weeks. been a while. Yeah, two yeah. weeks? It's been you did it two more weeks than ago? that, probably. Yeah, I'm, think- yeah, I'm thinking months. A couple months. loosely defined. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the holidays just happened. Right, so the holidays did just happen. It, it was my lady and mine. It was our five-year anniversary. All she wanted to do was go to Dan Tana's. Have you been to Dan Tana's? No. Okay. I mean, I know about it, but I have not been yeah, there. Yeah, it's on par with like uh, Musso and Frank, so it's that sure. kind of a restaurant. Beautiful, squished in there. I knew I was going to be spending a lot of money. I don't drink, but my woman wanted to get sloshed. I was like, let's just do it. <laughs> we went. We sat there. We had a an old waiter. I mm-hmm. mean, they, this place just does it right. You're These like, hell are- yeah, the financial system has failed you that you're working in your old age. <laughs> no, this guy This guy makes five or 600 bucks yeah, a night. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. he's drunk. I see him cheersing wine to people. Oh, <laughs> he's drunk? The server was Yeah, lit? but in a okay. good way. Yeah, like yeah, in yeah. a right. sloppy, like in a movie when you're a Not kid. Not like watching. spitting on the back of your neck. Oh, drunk. no. Like, <laughs> oh, madame. He's like bowing and that kind of stuff. Right next to us, there was a 53-year-old man on a date with a 24-year-old. I was loving that. Hollywood, so, yeah, yeah. She was Latina. It was so funny. She was so, so much younger than him. At one point, he was like, oh, you know, I'm con- I feel like we're connecting on such a spiritual oh, level. God. No, no, he did. Re- and he said this. He goes, he goes, I mean, I feel like I'm on punk or something. And she said, what's punk? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm on punk. She didn't even know what punk was. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know anything before that. Because this (laughs) fool was digging deep for his youthful references. That that had gotten him by for a number of years on his dates with 20-somethings. But no no more, sir. You have aged out. It was delicious. It was wonderful. Uh, we had sex before, which is anybody. You guys have been together forever. You want to get that sex Take out of the, the way. It's six thirty. Yeah. You know. Yeah, not had, full stomach sex. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we we want. I want hungry sex. Yeah, you hungry, know what I mean? Yeah, I want to be exactly. hungry for you mm-hmm. in every way. Yeah, we got that out of the way. We went home by ten thirty. Uh, I would have liked to have gone to a sex club, but you don't want to go to a sex club on a full Italian stomach, folks. Yeah. So let me yeah. just tell you that. But, I've always you know. said that. Yeah. I wonder if that guy before like this, when he was dating young women, he used to be like, oh, my God, I'm waiting for Dom DeLuise to come out. <laughs> right. I just feel like I'm a candid yeah. camera. <laughs> don't you think kids say the darndest things? 
<laughs> that would have been more appropriate. He's like, though. you know, I agree with Bill Cosby. What? Because kids do say the darndest right. things. Uh, okay. But uh, take the time. You know, uh, if you have the money, go wherever you can go. You know, right. I, I don't. I've been saving up for this. I didn't want to think about it uh, when we went that thing. But you know, I, I used to work at TGI Fridays in West Covina, and Valentine's Day, the cholos would come out with their girls, uh, with their hyenas, and they would mm-hmm. all spare everyone full racks. Take of your ribs. ruka out, yeah. yeah. Take a couple of apps. You know, we would have a champagne special. Everything out the door for eighty-five dollars. Do what you got to do. What's important even if you don't have that kind of money, is that you look into the eyes of your partner and that you say, I am here, I am present, and I appreciate you. Wow. And, uh, you know, Jack, I really think- That's great advice. I really do think that you- Are you, like, following us on Instagram? You're like, yo, they they need some (laughs) help. like, yo, these stories are looking sad. (laughs) Neither one of you guys post anything good on Instagram. I know, I'm sorry. You guys are both terrible follows. Yeah, Uh, well- When was the last time you even posted anything, Miles? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't, because I'm like- I know what you're like. You're like, I give these people my heart and soul every day. Yeah, if you want that kind, you can hear me talk for an hour. You want fucking more, bro? Seriously? No, I agree, though. We... I need to start making more of a time, more of a an effort to like set aside a day each week. I just I've heard that <laughs> advice like three times in the past couple uh, months. Are you talking about for romance or for yeah Instagram? for just like us <laughs> oh, to yeah for Instagram to have the to, like, stories share with the the fans share well, with I, the followers. I just can't imagine what it's like to have kids and to be. I mean, it's just all right. Dedicated. You need to you need to just get get the sitter. Yes, F- find some more get the sitters. sitter. Yeah, uh, you know. Get the sitter, damn it. Get the sitter, right. damn it. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true? Uh, you know that, to be if, false? Guys, if you like things in your butt, you are gay. This is not true. Oh, okay. Okay. This is not. Can true. you tell Jack, that to this my is gym another coach? thing for you? Okay, Jack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think your gym coach told that to you, and you right. never <laughs> listen, Miles. You never listen. Uh, I keep trying to. In 2020, I did it a lot in, in 2019, but in 2020, I'm making a real push for gentlemen to start using butt plugs. Now, uh, I don't care. Everybody knows that I'm fearless in terms of sexuality and intimacy. Uh-huh. Uh, I identify as queer because labels are for fucking you know dopes. But fellas, I, I I'm telling you, Miles, you will plug it up. You will come so much harder. I, I I'm sorry if you're listening to this in the morning, guys. But, uh, <laughs> You will come 50% harder with wow. one of these things. Uh, I know you're scared. Let's get, you know, your beloved, you know, <laughs> let's start off with some digits. I don't care. I mean, I would, yeah, it'd be good to have something that's made to be a butt plug. Well, because <laughs> this, yeah, this yeah, TV remote ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my lover for our five year anniversary got me uh, the B Vibe Rim. Rimming two. Wait, what are you describing? A I car or a rim weapon? rimming? Uh, it's a it's Remington. A bu- <laughs> it Remington may, steel. This is a hundred and fifty dollar butt plug. Oh wow! Uh, this is the Cadillac of butt plugs. Wait, so it does? Mo- okay, d- go on. Okay, so it's it's a butt plug. Whatever you're picturing looks. Sorry, it looks mm-hmm. like a big wiener. There it is. She's got it right there. I know that seems big, fellas, but once you get in there, I don't even know if it could be big enough. Uh, now. <laughs> It might now, be impossible. The key to the B vibe rimming too is that it comes with a remote control uh, that works up to, and I don't know why, 30 feet, folks. 30 feet with that remote. Yeah. It's charged up. Bluetooth? Uh, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to want good range on that thing. It, it connects yeah. to your Spotify, so you could just, I don't know if you've oh, ever had uh, your like butt a plug. I had to uh, Rihanna's anti. Just go the whole way <laughs> oh, through, yeah. guys. Desperado's going to take you to the next level, <laughs> folks. But... Uh, I'm telling you, uh, you guys, if you've ever thought about this, if your wife wants to get kinky or your partner wants to take it to the next level, look into a butt plug, a butt, sex toys. What's a low investment butt plug? 15 bucks. Okay, so, okay, 15 bucks. And then you start off with a three-incher. Uh, and by the way, uh, for you women who complain with guys with small penises, three inches is plenty, okay? So I'm going to tell you that right now, <laughs> fellas, if you're worried about yourself. Start off with a three-incher, go to a five and then see where God would yeah. have you to be after that. Let the Figure Holy Spirit talk to you. Uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, fellas, I know you won't. Jack, I know you won't. What? But I'm just saying. <laughs> Me? Guys, oh, man. guys, this what? is the 20, it's 2020. Uh, God gave you other areas besides your penis just to mess with. Uh, this will help you have fun and be vulnerable, which is something that men I know are typically afraid of in the bedroom is to be vulnerable. Mm, yeah. But it'll help you to make a connection with your lover that you haven't previously. So, fellas, it is not gay 
you know, if that's something you worry about, obviously I don't. I have sex with men a few times a year, about as often as I eat Little Caesars pizza. Right. And for the same reason, Jack. Because uh, they're hot and ready. <laughs> no, just, I just I forget what they taste like. <laughs> it's not pizza, baby. It's not there pizza. It is. Yeah. Uh, that was a great myth. Let's talk about James Corden. Uh, <laughs> speaking of none of that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, so people are surprised that James Corden doesn't drive the car during carpool karaoke. Yeah, there were there were images on Twitter, right? Years ago when One Direction was still together, there was a tweet that was viral of someone's like, oh my God, I just caught the Corden carpool karaoke with One Direction and it was on the ground. He was driving it. Someone recently caught him with Justin Bieber and they saw that it was like on a on a trailer, like right. on like a wheel, like I don't know what the proper production term is, but it's on a it's on a trailer, so James doesn't have to truck. drive, yeah, uh, and he can just focus on the performance <laughs> aspect. Wouldn't and, it be illegal to let him drive while he was performing, I'm like sh- with a camera in his face? I mean, it depends, I like, right? I, I mean, just I don't think it's illegal. I don't know if it's I, illegal. I, th- I think, uh, yeah, it's not smart, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. especially when you have like you know. Like people like Mariah Carey or someone in the car. It's like you don't. You're not gonna fucking crash with her. Earlier in there. we were having this conversation. You said people like Michelle Obama in the car. Yes, yeah, she was done with this yeah. time. You've gone Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Yeah, uh, our most precious. <laughs> yes, uh, jewel exactly. As we a love culture. Mimi. Yeah. yeah, but I think and so recently this picture went out and people on Twitter were like they acted like the fucking sky was <laughs> right. falling. One person goes, "Just found out James Corden doesn't drive in car- carpool karaoke. The car just gets towed." Absolute joke. Absolute <laughs> joke is amazing. Another person is like, wait, so James Corden doesn't even drive in carpool karaoke? What the fuck? It's like, what? I, it's so interesting to me that their vision of carpool karaoke was so contingent on the fact being, that he was driving. Right. You know they're not even in the carpool lane. Right. right. That might even fuck you up even more. Right. And they aren't going anywhere where it would be a carpool. You know, fellas, I just think you're not understanding, like, because this isn't our demographic. This right. isn't to hit us. Right. But this is all some people have is this carpool karaoke. Right. Yeah, You know big. that they've won Grammys off of this carpool karaoke, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, this is very important to some people. What if you found out the Bible wasn't real? Have yeah. you thought about that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about, guys. <laughs> And I'm not. I'm not saying the Bible isn't real. You right. guys know I take that fucking shit to You're a youth pastor. Heart. All right, youth pastor. <laughs> Literal. The inerrant word of God, folks. Yeah. The, yeah. It's just. It, it's. You know. I think it's like anything. Living here, the uh, movie magic is not something that we experience. We're like, yep. There. That's how you do it. You. Yeah. Fucking everyone shoots everything on the same back lots here. Like every right. show is on the Warner Brothers lot. Once you learn what the Warner Brothers back lot looks like, you uh, you will have the wool pulled out off from over your eyes. I don't know how that metaphor works, but right. Uh, yeah, it's you see it everywhere. Um, miniatures are everywhere. Uh, everyone wears wigs, as we've talked about on this show before. Yeah, everyone wears wigs because people are like, wait, what? But they don't, it's like, yeah, because they have to keep the hairstyles consistent because right. you don't know what a person's, what they're right. doing in their personal life, a perf- an actor or actress. So, you know, they wear wigs. Yeah. Um, also, my favorite one is uh, a, a small man played a fuck little Mikey and look who's talking when the first one, he's the baby's wandering around New York City. That was a little man named Mishu Mazaros. That's, that happens a lot, actually. They use little people a lot to as stand-ins for children, uh, and they also use contortionists a lot for like horror movie shit, like the Exorcism movie where that uh, girl like crab walks down the stairs backwards. Yeah, that's just a contortionist doing that. Ah, uh, that wasn't someone possessed by no. Satan. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I assumed it was. I don't know. There are certain things that I just assume are like some sort of camera trick or that something. That same guy also was in the elf suit who was oh, the baby, word? yeah. Oh. Is that genius. true? Yeah. Fucking genius. <laughs> uh all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh let's get into Joe Biden how he's dealing with uh the Upcoming Iowa caucuses, you know, he's not, he doesn't have to be back in Washington for this impeachment bullshit. Yeah, well, the the front runners are. Right. So, so he's got it. He's got Iowa all to himself. Yeah. Uh, And he 
I don't know. It it seems like he's like a little tightly wound right now. I mean, look, he had a he had a campaign event in <laughs> Iowa. A reporter, you know, made the mistake of asking him a question. <laughs> Right, uh, you know, and he got the right response from Joe Biden. Look, you ask Joe Biden questions, don't expect a non-touchy answer. Uh, so let's just hear what happens. So essentially, this reporter was asking to clarify the feud between him and Bernie Sanders, and right. that's sort of where the the launching point is. Yesterday, you said you accepted Bernie's apology, and now you're attacking him. Why are you doing that? Why wasn't his apology enough, Mr. Vice President? Why, why attack Sanders? Why, 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 you're getting nervous, man. Just calm down. It's okay. He apologized for saying that I was corrupt. He didn't say anything about whether or not I was telling the truth about Social Security. Slow motion punch to the sternum. That's yeah. how he closes it, by the way. And the reporter is just like Ed O'Keefe. He's looking at him wide-eyed. He's yeah. like, did you just really come at me like that? Because... His eyes light. It's like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. and then even like starts like kind of stroking his jacket and shit. And right. then it's funny because you could tell in the sort of delay in Joe Biden's mind, he's right. like, I'm As doing the realizes. thing everyone told me to stop doing, yeah. which is like touching people or Spur like. Spur of the moment. Yeah. Off and the he's, cuff Joe. That's when you go, calm down, man. Like, yeah. Huh? My, Wait. I, I bartend and it, it really, I've seen this actual move go. It's like he's like he's drunk right i think it's just because uh i don't know he's probably stressed out i don't mean to be ageist but everyone's making the jokes it's because he's so much older but everyone's older yeah right. but this is the i in my opinion this is tantamount with howard dean scream this thing. but treated very differently because you know that, like back then i was yeah i was sort of making the similar point is like in 2004 <clears throat> that's they toss your ass under the fucking refuse pile but now it's like, oh, but we need him to like maintain the power of the ruling class. So yeah, let's I mean, not look too much at this. Right. The, if Bernie did this, it would be the equivalent of the Dean scream because they're just looking for an excuse right. to get that motherfucker. But Biden, they're they're they can't do it. They it's fun. I mean, it. when you also look to, I think there's a recent poll that came out that a majority of non-white voters now support Bernie Sanders. Mm. You're, they're starting to like, you know, he was always. It felt like every debate answer he had at the debate last week was, well, you know, I got all this African American support. I got all this African American <laughs> support. I got all this African American support. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now you're seeing like, well, hold on, because now Bernie is actually commun like he's connecting with uh, non-white voters too. That argument is sort of not as strong as it used to be. Right. And I think that coupled with looking at like, you know, in the CNN poll, which is one of the bigger polls, uh, Bernie Sanders has over overtaken Biden. So nationally. Uh, yeah. Or nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So it's I mean, I think Biden still leads in Iowa, but it's, uh, you know, hey, calm down, man. Calm down. Calm down. Chill out, man. Uh, 538, who is who are like keeping a composite of all the polling has it Biden two and five chance of being the nominee Sanders one and five Warren one and eight Buttigieg one and 12 and then anybody else less than one in a hundred I mean I still I, I believe that because I don't think there's any end to what the establishment Democrats would do to try and keep their boy Joseph in the race right I uh if you you must if you haven't seen the video you have to see the video too uh, for everyone's reaction, but also I I would instinctually have punched Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, with right. his eyes wide like that. I'm like, Yo, and he f- comes at yeah. the guy, and he right. pulls back. You could see him pull back, but he really wanted to put his hands on the guy too. Yeah. yeah. So I instinctively, I'm not a violent person. I don't think that's a solution to anything. Uh, but I would have punched him in the stomach. And which, then what would have happened? Uh, I would have went to jail, but <laughs> I, it would have been awesome. <laughs> I think of so no, many. Sorry, sorry. I think man. of so many things, reasons yeah. to go to jail, and like how I would be a folk hero. I think <laughs> right. about that kind of stuff all the time. Uh, crimes that we can't talk about. I remember I've looked at my, I've looked at Julia in the eye, and I said, "If they let me podcast from prison, I would do it." And, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, says you. Uh, I just, you know, three squares and a, yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. Three hats and a cop, baby. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, this you, you're absolutely right, Jack. This would have sunk him before. But I also think that Trump is really brought yeah. down. Like he's just so out of bounds with everything. Yeah, I think I, in a good way um, that it might have opened up for people that who previously haven't ran in the past will be able to run because a lot of this kind, like the Howard Dean thing, that wasn't a big deal. This, I think, is more you can see. 
he's frail and uh, he's under a lot of pressure yeah. and he may not be able to handle that. I mean, kind of if, if he's like going, you know, wide eyed, what if he were, if Trump were ever to debate him, like what would that look like? All it would take is Trump just to do his like bullshit kind of like poking at him. And like, I don't know if Biden would keep his composure or he'd be like, you know what, you son of a bitch. Like if right. he'd say something like that. But although, who knows, that could be a moment people are like, you know what, I fuck with Joe Biden. Right. But, it would just be very messy, presumably. Yeah. As much as I don't of, want him to be the Democratic nominee. I, no. I wouldn't mind them uh, battling each other, push-up contests. Yeah, there would know. be a lot of challenges yeah. to push-up contests. You know that. I think Sprints. that is his instinct. Depending. Your instinct is to punch him in the stomach. His instinct is to challenge you to a push-up contest. I wonder if there's a way you could trick these old guys into thinking they were running against each other, like Trump and Biden, <laughs> but it's like this like American Gladiator set they get to. Right. Like, this is how it is now. Yeah. Yeah, and with the Dean's scream, like the that also came at – after I think it was after Iowa, right? It was, mm-hmm. after, it was after he Iowa. underperformed in the first uh, contest, and so they were looking like that. The narrative of Howard Dean is not he, he's not going to win the nomination was like starting to take off, and then they used the Dean screen to snowball. So right, um, yeah. Well, we'll see how how the mainstream media kind of covers these things bernie keep your composure you know bro don't have another heart attack if you're thinking about having one just wait till after the nomination right. yeah, yeah. It's how those uh, work. i insist uh okay he's just he's him he's klobuchar unf- and warren are just like all right we're on pause right now right. <laughs> yeah. just yeah. catch a breather right now <laughs> right yeah, and then yeah. We'll hit it um is this story? Is this uh, clip getting pick a lot of pickup like in the i mean it's just media? more it's just more like meme fodder than yeah. it is like yeah Oh, you. I mean, if anything, you, there's like a Daily Beast article that came out that's like, oh, uh, Bernie Sanders compared like workers in Vermont to slaves. So <laughs> yeah, like that just came um, out. <laughs> I don't know, guys, right. if you like want that to be the nominee <laughs> or whatever. It's I mean, I think if people begin fighting over I, to me, it's just a, it's just a funny moment. Right. Uh, but I think but it is interesting when I think about, you know, because Power D was pretty progressive, like what that did to him. But, you know. But now we're in this position, and you can just why 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 yeah. Uh, Bernie has the jo- Joe Rogan endorsement, and he has the Killer Mike endorsement. Right. I mean, what more do you want? I'm sure some. I'm <laughs> That's sure a four some quadrant candidate. Yeah, some cool ass person is laying in the cut waiting. Right. Uh, yeah, but we'll see who that person is. It's I Donald mean. Trump. <laughs> I like uh, this so, guy. I like Bernie too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, huh? Hillary. That's that's what we're all waiting on. His whole fear is just losing to Biden. He doesn't mind losing to Bernie. He's right. actually just yeah. You want to take over? Yeah. Well, no. I a lot of Republicans are like feel about Bernie the way that Democrats felt about Trump, where they're like, oh yeah, this guy will fucking clean clean yeah. the floor. Oh, this please guy. let it be yeah, the guy let who's it be communicating the... to many segments. Right. So. Uh, let's talk about impeachment. Let's talk about the president we have. Well, I'm talking about impeaching this uh, Senators are playing with toys and reading books on the floor as they struggle with uh, what's being termed digital detox. Oh, because they can't have phones. Because they can't have phones. <laughs> or any so electronics. So they're just playing with fidget spinners. Uh, Democrats are continuing to, you know, complain, demand, just, yeah. beg for witnesses. Uh, I think Mulvaney is kind of their number one. I think Bolton got a lot of attention, but Mick Mulvaney, they're kind of like, nah, that would be the guy. We Actually, he was in every room. Right. Whereas Bolton, you could always like spin it as, oh, well, he got fired. He's got sour He's got grapes. a bone to pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can't see his mouth under the mustache. Maybe that's not what he was saying. Like, uh, oh. Now, forgive me, guys. I, I, uh, I haven't been following this as closely as you have. Can the Republicans just continue to say no? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because they have the votes, right? So it always comes up as like an amendment where Chuck Schumer, like on the first night when they went to like one in the morning, he was like, okay, here's a, uh, here's an amendment to subpoena documents from the Department of Defense. And then he would read the, like the, uh, someone would read the bill out and then they would take a floor vote. And then he'd be like, okay, so that's tabled. Okay, next one. And they just went through basically to show them. He's like, okay, so I just want you on wax saying no to every single thing. Um, but yeah, they have the votes to to basically prevent any of that. I mean, with a simple majority, they could get these things, but it's, you know, 53 So the one thing Democrats have is that 70% of people who are polled about this want 
to hear from witnesses because even seventy percent of Republicans. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's. I think that's. That's uh, even the more, like they a, a huge chunk of people want the evidence. Sixty nine percent of Republicans, eighty four percent of Democrats right. uh, want to hear. Uh, the The question is, should they allow witnesses with firsthand knowledge of the impeachment charges to testify? It's like hard to argue with that. Like if you're if you're a no on that, then you're kind of already just like leave, leave my man alone. Yeah, like don't he's. He's good. Well, I think on some level, right, you you do want to be able to have some semblance of a trial, even if you do support the president, because the argument would be like, dude, that was a sham. I, I wonder if some of that is like, yeah, I mean, like, look, if our guy is innocent, like, why don't why don't we just have the evidence? Yeah, it or, must be, right? right? Yeah, like, I mean, wouldn't... yeah, I do think there is a different I do think there are plenty of Republican people who stu- still feel that these are the Democrats just going after him and trying to. So they're like, let's just get it over with. I think uh, I think I read a study that even some people think he should be reprimanded, just not taken out like of office. Right. Or so yeah, let's just deal with this and move on. The more that uh, the Republican Senate just keeps on um, boycotting everything that the uh, the Democrats are doing, I, what do they expect is going to happen? It's not going to go know. away. They're just disgracing themselves. It's weird because you know prior to this, I think we we're all like, yeah, they're going to get there and it's going to be a sham. But to watch it play out is a completely different experience for me, like watching it because I'm like, Jesus, they're like what they're leaving the Senate, like the chamber while Adam Schiff is like trying to present a case to be like, I don't need to fucking hear this. It's like, hold on. Y'all are supposed to be fucking jurors. But this is just this is the level of, you know, the this is where the mockery is at now. Well, yeah, even with the Bill Clinton impeachment, which uh, felt, I think, at the time, very similar, like the Republicans were just coming after him for no matter what. The Democrats at least went through the process and did everything. It was the same thing. They were like, well, we can't win, but let's still impeach him. But they're like, all right, fine. And we'll get everything out there. And it's not going to make him look that bad. Yeah, he lied about this. They went through the process. But if the Republicans aren't even willing to go through the process, I think this works uh, for Democrats. I think it works in their favor because there are a lot of independents and liberal or not liberals, libertarians or conservative people who did vote in 2016 just against Hillary. This is something where the, the people still like to at least have some kind of believe that they're morally righteous. So right. I think this might backfire on the Republicans. You'd hope. You'd right? hope. You'd hope. Like if if we were living in a just world, you'd be like, that would be make put them in an untenable situation with the voters and they'll get all voted out. I mean, that was trending on Twitter, but that's not yeah. that's not an indication of where these these races are yeah. going to go. Yeah. They do they do say that two thirds of Americans are at least like keeping tabs on the trial, so yeah. at least like people are paying attention to it. Well, it depends which... on where you're watching the trial, though. Right. What channel are you tuned into? Yeah. So you actually checked out how the trial's being covered on Fox oh my News. God, it's a uh, fucking joke. They will cut to commercial. Mid sentence of Adam Schiff starting to raise some very salient points, right? <laughs> and then they they legit cut the audio out, do a picture in picture where now Adam Schiff is reduced to like the lower corner, right. blow up the middle. It's the My Pillow Guy commercial with the audio from the My Pillow Guy. Yeah. So it's essentially like, okay, you don't need to hear this. And even then, even while they aren't in commercial, they'll suddenly just cut to studio so all their talking heads can just put their spin and like get the propaganda out like and fuck with people in real time so you're never if you're watching it you're meant to believe like nothing matters it's it's all bullshit but it's interesting too even when you hear the logic that the even guests on these shows are apply, like using where it's sort of like yeah well you know what i mean like we've seen this all before this is nothing new we're hearing about in this trial oh and also we also prevented new evidence that's why we won't see anything new but we will still right. make that the criticism of this without acknowledging the fact that we have made it impossible for anything new to be presented yeah so it's all it's just so disingenuous Circular and, yeah. and incredibly cynical so uh you know if, if you really if, <laughs> when you start uh, during the impeachments, if you're watching, then there's that kind of coverage, and then when you get to prime time, like with uh, our boy Fucker Carlson, uh, this is how he opened his show uh, the other night. The Senate impeachment trial is still going; it's been in progress all day. They would be forgiven if you didn't watch every single minute of it. Imagine a movie written and directed by children whose ending you already know. And by the way, it's 20 hours long in Hungarian with misspelled subtitles. That's what it's like. We've been monitoring it anyway all day because that's what we're doing. We'll alert you if anything interesting happens during this hour. Yes. So, so that's where we're at. His 
complain is that the production value sucks and it's boring. Yeah, and also James Corden doesn't drive the car in Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The special effects suck. Well, I don't think Fox News ever tries to. I think they're the way they live with themselves is they say that they are an entertainment channel and not a news channel. Right. So they're just giving the people who watch Fox News what they want. Right. A uh, Fox News people who watch Fox News say that they think it's news. Um, so I, I mean, if uh, what's funny, like you know, Judge Andrew Napolitano, who they have on all the time, he wrote an op-ed where he was like, you know, to be honest, um, there's plenty of evidence here to support <laughs> impeaching and removing <laughs> President Trump. I don't right. know what's going on, but yeah, he's been sour ever since the president wouldn't give him a Supreme Court nomination. Yeah. That's what that's what uh, Trump says. Um, hey, but, whatever it is, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and Sonic, finally. The hedgehog. Am I right? The hedgehog yep. himself. Uh, yeah, so I, th- I think this was already sort of a punchline, like, because of the, it came out, the trailer came out. The trailer out. came out, everyone was pissed everyone was about p- the teeth and the eyes. Looked very bad. And they were like, we're so sorry, we're sorry, we're going to change it, we're going to change it. Just wait, till fi- just wait till Valentine's Day and we'll put it out. Right. But it turns out that this actually might end up being a successful movie. Well, the it's weird. There's projections already saying that for the four-day opening, that it's because I think it comes out President's Day weekend, they're saying it's going to be anywhere between 41 and 47 million, which I was like, oh, that's probably more. I mean, it was made for 95 million, and right. that's not including the marketing costs, yeah. which who knows what that that's all going to shake out to be. Uh, but- it seems like they're pointing to the fact that it did help that they address that issue because it makes it seemingly more palatable to people. I don't know if I'll see it, but you know, for those that uh, love the Sonic franchise, bless you. Who's who's the bad guy in it? Jim Carrey, Doctor Robotnik. Well, that's that that might make it better, right? Yeah, but I think people were so focused on Sonic that they didn't even realize who else was <laughs> in it. They were like, right. "What the fuck did you do to him? Like, right. what is this guy?" Yeah. So yeah. Ben Schwartz is the voice. Yeah, and is Ryan Reynolds in it somehow, or am I just confusing it with Doctor or Detective Pikachu? Oh, maybe Doctor Pikachu is the spec <laughs> script that I'm writing. Uh, that's coming at you soon, dude. Doctor, <laughs> not Detective. That'd be uh, so fucked up. I mean, he's smarter than Detective Pikachu. James Marsden. That's who it is. Oh, Ben hell Schwartz, yeah. Tika Sumter, Jim Carrey. Top um, build. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, we haven't had the, I guess, Detective Pikachu was the closest we've had to a blockbuster hit that was based on video games, even though that was also based on like a card game and a whole movement. Top video game movie, you're saying? Yeah. How did Tomb Raider do? I think fine. it did fine. Yeah, um, it did fine. Street Fighter Two, we can't forget that. That was amazing. Oh, rest in peace, Raul Julia. <laughs> right. His final performance, which, if you watch it, it was always fun to watch, but it really does yeah. hold up. If and Kylie Minogue, I believe, is Cammy. <laughs> you're absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who could forget Super Mario Brothers? With we uh, were just talking about that. Bob Hoskins Bob, and John Leguizamo, yes. and Dennis Hopper, and Samantha Mathis. Truly scary bad guys. Uh, those tiny head dudes. Yeah. Those Koopa Troopers. I was like, no, 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 no. Lizard head dudes with broad shoulders. Yeah. No, I will not. It, to a point where that's a way I describe people sometimes <laughs> now. Where if heads. I see someone with like a huge rip dude with a tiny head, I'm like, oh, Koopa Trooper looking dude. Yeah, but it hasn't been it hasn't been a great run. So I I will be interested because it almost seems it doesn't seem like they should be doing as badly as they are. I I think it just like video game movies got off to a weird start and they've just not really You're recovered. keeping the faith? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not a fan of them in any way. It just doesn't like logically I don't quite understand why they always do worst thing you would expect. I don't think I don't understand why they continue to make them. Yeah. Like who 30 or 40 years after the the 30 years, 25 years after the Sonic the Hedgehog I mean, they game made, was popular. They made Battleship though. Yeah. I mean, they made a board game. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. was that? They just they just want they'll use shampoo bottle as uh IP, you know. Right. Uh well, I, I hope good things for that it. I'm yeah, working on. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of our friends wrote on it, so we hope good things. For yeah, it, but. seriously, <laughs> it was written by 45 percent of the writers in Hollywood. Actually, <laughs> just at least. everyone got a shot at the punch out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crystal Geyser. 
They they have uh, bottled water that's sold in Walmarts uh, across the country. It's a, work, it's a working man's bottled water. Yeah. yeah. They also have a juice <laughs> beverage, a sparkling juice beverage that juice I squeeze. have always been very fond of. Yeah, juice squeeze. Uh, and now we are learning that they have been dumping arsenic into the <laughs> ecosystem for... Uh, but it's only for 15 years, so we good. Uh, 2005, man. Yeah. Wait, how does the arsenic? So the water that they source from the mountains, uh-huh. the crystal geysers, <laughs> if you will, has arsenic. And in. I will. So uh-huh. they have to clean the arsenic out of it using oh, sand filtration. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Oh, and they're just dumping those filters? And then the sand filtration creates a sludge that is toxic and full of arsenic, they were they were dumping it at a location uh, that they didn't have license to dump it at that they called uh, I don't know if they called it that but it was colloquially referred to as Arsenic Lake. No. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, what, if it, what if it was pump? called that before they started right. dumping? Yeah, huh? yeah. and that like, gave it's them the, the best idea. place to do it. <laughs> when they test this shit, it's all spiked for arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Or arsenal? it's like Lover's arsenic. Lane. Which came first? Right. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they. So after, uh, quote, arsenic pond, rather, it wasn't arsenic lake. I apologize. Oh. I don't want to overstate it, guys. Yeah. It was just a pond of, full of arsenic. Uh, after it came to uh, authorities' attention that there was uh, more than 23,000 gallons of wastewater, they gobbled it all up and shipped it down to Southern California, where they dumped it in the sewer without appropriate treatment. So hell yeah, hell yeah! Just trying this to is the cover kind of all shit the where bases. you know you wish we had a just legal system right. where they marched the fucking corporate leadership of that company up to the, the fucking jail and they're like, all right, hop in. Right. You just think you can just dump this shit? Yeah. When did that happen? That last part, the Southern California part. So that's I think what they're just learning now because the the discovery of arsenic pond was back in I think. The 2000 teens, I don't know if you remember that decade, Uh, Uh, the 2010s. But uh, yeah, this is, I think, the hook that this story is hanging on is that they now just discovered that they were like, no, just dump it in the sewer, dude. Yeah, (laughs) fuck that, dude. You know what to do. Um, Get that shit out of here. Get that shit out. Uh, No one's going to notice. It's going to cost too much for us to do shit the right way. Yeah. We have those uh, out in Southern California. That there are these like labels over the storm drains that are like no dumping of wastewater in there because, and it's a picture of a dolphin being like, "Don't fucking poison a dolphin, you asshole!" And these guys were just like, Pfft. "I don't think this." Only I mean, dolphin I respect is Echo the dolphin. <laughs> I'm not standing up for any corporate people at all, but this seems like something that just kept get passed down to the lower guy. Yeah. someone kept oh, getting yeah. in trouble and getting oh, in for trouble, sure. and they were like. Shit, I'm, I got a guy in Southern California that we could take this to. Right. He's got a ditch he calls Arsenic Pond. And, and what they don't know is that guy's solution for everything is just dumping just shit down the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, all right, let Terry take this project. Again. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, there were no memos on this thing. It just kept getting lower and lower. And some people were just like, I do not want to get fired over this. Yeah. But uh, that's how people die and get cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ship all of the garbage out of New York City on like a train there's like a garbage train that just comes every day and it's just like all of the waste from manhattan's island is shipped Damn. out on a on a train to all of pennsylvania this, all of this where is it yeah. like where does it go where are yeah, we putting exactly. it exactly man instead of fucking money train they should have done garbage garbage train, train. <laughs> exactly <laughs> fucking wesley snipes and Woody about all the precious metals uh like, man there's a garbage train Okay. And then end credits. You're like, what the fuck are we going to do with that? I saw that movie in the theater and I Me don't too. remember what it's about. Oh, at I was all. so <laughs> fucking psyched yeah, for that. It was that like movie, finally man. reunited since White Man yeah, Can't Jump. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I went and saw that shit right in the theater. Yeah. Uh, I, it's about a cop with gambling debt, right? I think so. And that's why he's got to rob it. I think uh, there's also a guy who robs the... Is that the one where the person like sprays lighter fluid into the subway? Oh, thing? Yeah. yeah. That's right, to the in the little the kiosk yeah. thing. Yep. Oh, shit, that freaked yeah, me out. Me too. Uh, all right. Up next, we have the story that I'm sure uh, you've all been waiting for us to 
touch on to weigh in on yeah weigh in on there's this Uh, trend on tiktok yeah it's like the new tide pod challenge sort of at first i didn't you know because last time there was like people who were just like eating shit whole and like that was just a that was just a way to fuck with like older people be like they're eating cereal boxes (laughs) these kids right this one i was i'm dubious still a little bit right but it started apparently on TikTok where someone was pointing out there's like this article that s- the headline is testicles have taste buds that can detect sweet flavors and they're vital for fertility. The article goes on to say like it's sensitive to like even the amino acids that give the umami flavor. Hold on, so like soy is the sauce. article real? Yes. Okay, the article. But here's is the real. deal. It's about it's about a, a study of mice that they were trying to figure out like how it, how it factored into fertility. Right now. Even before this, I I just read it and I'm like, okay, I looked at a few videos. Motherfuckers were dabbing their nut sacks and soy sauce and shit. Mm. I was like, all right, well, people are doing it. On TikTok? Yes. But not like on camera. They'd be like, oh, I'm doing it. One dude was like, oh. He was like smacking his lips as he was like fingering his taint with soy sauce. Like, oh, oh. Uh And first of all. Anna's looking very disturbed. As well she should. As anyone with a nut sack would know off the rip if your ball sack could taste anything. You right. would know if you wash yeah. your butt. We would know. The we one part of my body that I can for I, certain. I would sex. never be like, oh, for real? <laughs> I just haven't experienced anything sweet enough. Yeah, exactly. Or tart enough. Oh, right, right, right. right. There's peanut butter on here. I wasn't tasting that shit. Right. Um, so, Wait, why did you have peanut butter on there, That's, just, that's just a hypothetical. Right. Now, uh-huh. The other thing is that that's why I was like, okay, and also, my man, your test, what you're doing is you're putting soy sauce on your scrotum. Right. Yeah. It doesn't say taste buds on your scrotum. Right. So even then, I'm like, are these motherfuckers serious? Yeah. And I guess some people are, but, and then it's funny, like, I think uh, science, modern science, popular mechanics, one of these, or popular science, had a whole article basically like, we have taste receptors all over our body, like in our intestines, our nasals, our fucking right. hearts, the bladder. Fuck, but it's they're not there because they're not receiving the same inputs like you are in your taste buds in your mouth. It, they're used for completely different purposes, and they just sort of broke it down. They're like, this is not the same shit. But it's just funny to me, like that people were applying this logic of like, because there was a, and there was another article that sort of reaffirmed that there are taste receptors on the testicles, and people just use that to be like, well, dude, it's science. Give me the Kikoman fucking sauce packet, and let's get busy. Right. This stuff reminds me of all the things you try the first time you're having sex with someone when you're in love with them. Like, you know, you're on your 17, 18, 19, um, where you try out all the different things. Like, right. um, they do have, like, gel that you're supposed to put on on your penis, right? Do you remember this tasty gel? gel? They would, they have, like, stuff you... Like flavored like gel? Like flavored gel. Oh, yeah. okay. Or, like, edible underwear. You guys oh, messed oh, yeah, around like with this toys. stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're like, oh... Well, Candy like bra. Yeah, and you're like, well, this is stupid. Also, when you go to the sex shop and get that, that's just, like, 90 years old. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, bro, you got to rotate this. <laughs> yeah. This merchandise. Yeah, that's what this stuff reminds you of. People who just don't understand their bodies yet. I think it's half just stupid, like just the idea of saying like you can taste with your ball, your balls was enough to be like, okay, that's why I'm like, I don't know if it's really people doing it because they are believing that it's happening versus like, I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to get in on this viral activity. Jack, if you were to dip your balls in a condiment, what would that condiment be? That's a great question. Mm. Because I've already got mine right now. Okay, Miles, what would would the condiment be for your balls? For mine? Yeah. Uh, Price spinach artichoke dip. Okay. okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Because that's such a textural thing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, look, yeah. I, I, I love a good spin dip. Right. <laughs> and we're, we're assuming that there is some manner of taste going on. You're saying on? if we taste our taste through our balls or if we just, no. or are you asking what we dunk our balls in for fun uh, when we're at you, the supermarket? If you had to choose right now, what would you dip your balls in? Yeah, spinach artichoke. Okay. From CPK. Yeah. Uh, from CPK. Yep. That's a good spinach artichoke dip. I would have to go with uh, ranch. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. I, I'm not even a ranch guy or anything like that. But I I, <laughs> the thing is, you don't we know, know that we about know. me, Miles. We you know don't know that. You don't know me. Yeah, I'm morbidly obese. I'm you a ranch think, balls. You probably think I'm drinking ranch soup all the time, okay? <laughs> not all of us are built like a god, Miles. Exactly. Uh, but no, I, I think I for the color and because ranch just feels cool to me. Uh, just like a, Doritos, cool ranch. Yeah, yeah. That, Shout out to them. That's how fucking stupid I am. <laughs> I didn't even think reason. that's probably it. Yeah, <laughs> just because of the dumb Dorito snack cool ranch. ranch. But I would like to, yeah, just pull back, look down the color, the uh, the contrast. Yeah. Jack, your condiment of 
meatball dipping choice. I was, I was trying to think of something with like alcohol in it so that it had that like oh. sort of coolness, you oh. know. Uh, but there's not like, is there an effervescent uh, beverage that could be considered a condiment? Because I would also maybe enjoy that feeling. No, but we could we could pivot like a just gin to that. and tonic. Yeah, or just yeah. champagne. Yeah. Or um, what's it called the that hot new one that all the kids are drinking? White Claw. Yeah. 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 yeah I could see you. It even goes with your vibe too. Just a nice, <laughs> nice summer day. White Claw. Bob yeah. dipping. Exactly. Yeah. White linen shirt, jeans, yeah. family yeah. photo <laughs> on the beach yeah. with your kids. But Dad's got yeah. his balls in White Claw. Mom, Mom where's Dad <laughs> in the next room? <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Just family pictures. And what if and this then... is finally the thing that brings Jack joy? The thing that's been you know all these years. Yeah. All these years. Uh, Looting him. Uh, he's like, we got soy sauce at home? <laughs> right. Why did everyone take that photo? What? The white linen shirt. I mean, that was like every white person oh, who yeah. I knew growing up. They Everyone had the weird beach photo, which yeah. is like the white, white linen, linen jeans, jeans on the beach. N- no shoes. Yeah. 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 No shoes. I think it's just easy for matching. That, that's all it is. Yeah. yeah. It just went viral. Some white family did it. And all us white who families. Is, yeah, just who is patient of zero? Right. That's <laughs> a great question. Who started that trend? Yeah. Because that gang, if, be, you, yeah. if you know somebody, if you claim to be the first family to do it, let us know. That's or do you yeah, know white. the first family? Yeah, that, that is, is white. Because right that's powerful. That's yes. that's truly a cultural moment. The matching. And white supremacy has been so nailed in my head that I, whenever I do wear linen, I feel like. Oh, oh my God. God. Here I am. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> Might as well cuff my jeans. Yeah, and go well, to the beach. I mean, you know, I feel like, like I said, white supremacy. I feel like a champion too. You know, right. I feel yeah. like I'm winning. You know, so it's not all that bad. It's not that that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, it's been a pleasure having you, man. Where can people find you, follow you, enjoy you? Well, I'm a podcast maven, so please check out my horny news podcast, uh, The Male Gaze with Alan Strickland Williams. Brody Reads at Cutsinger. Uh, check out my Religion Ethics yeah. podcast, Who's Your God, with Amy Miller. And then check Murders out my movie row. podcast with Honor Nezzo and Zed Cutsinger. You can find me at Big Hern on Twitter, Herny on Instagram. All of it is very horny, so if you don't like that kind of stuff, I completely understand. <laughs> but don't follow me. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't follow me and me. just tell me you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, just don't uh, follow me. Yeah. Which should go without saying, but it doesn't. Uh and is there a tweet you've been enjoying or some other work of social media? Let's see what I got. All right. Uh, let's, uh, I, you know, I've always loved Dana Donnelly. Uh, yeah, we yeah. tweet back and forth against each other. You guys have had her on here. Uh, she's a superstar comedy genius. She's going to be huge, and we will all work for her one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this one from Dana yesterday or a couple of days ago. When a hot girl shows me a picture of the guy she's crying over, Nine times out of ten, he's a literal bridge troll but with a hat to hide his receding hairline. Hey, None of uh, us can relate to wow, that. Right? Oh, <laughs> boy. Wow. We're out here. Uh, Miles, where can people find you and what's the tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, tweet I like. Uh, first of all, a shout out to at Pink Politic who let us know that a latex BDSM suit would not be good in a hazmat situation. We thought maybe it could work. Could not. I but hope nobody has tried that since we mentioned the possibility. Um, this one is from at Liz Char. Liz Charbonneau says uh, this is a back and forth between Bernie and Tom Steyer. Bernie. I'm scared of getting this heart transplant. Tom Steyer, it's okay. I'll be here after your surgery. Bernie wakes up after surgery and sees a nurse. Bernie, where's Tom Steyer? He said he'd be here. Nurse, who do you think gave you the heart? (laughs) Bernie, yeah, good. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Also, (laughs) um, and then also shout out to Chris Crofton, who's celebrating eight years sober today. So yeah, give it up to the cold brew god himself. Yeah, Not sober of cold brew. Hell no. It's that ain't cranking. That's cranking not a. That's that. not a. You know, altering substance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's an energy drink. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. uh huh. All right. Laura Peak tweeted, uh, "Fire up the grill. I'm in the mood for macaroni." Uh, <laughs> credited to Tony the Grill Macaroni, founder of Macaroni Grill. Have you guys had Laura oh, Peak on wow. yet? No. She's so funny. She just got here. She's out of Nashville. Uh, she got here, I think, two months ago, and she is a hilarious stand-up yeah. comic. You got to get her on. She's All right. so funny. Connect yeah. us. Uh, and Evie at No Money No Honey tweeted, wearing a turtleneck is like, yes, I have books, but I also have secrets, and they are about sex. Ha, 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 ha.
you can find me on Twitter Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, DailyZeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be? This is a track uh, from that group, Minahan Street Band. Uh, we played, well, I think we went out on them a few weeks ago, but again, it's just a collection of some of my favorite uh, musicians from bands like Budo's Band, uh, uh, the, the Tones, you name it, everybody, uh, and Antiballast, like it's everyone. Uh, so this track is called The Trader. It's just a good, you know, it's just nice. Sometimes you just want to hear people playing instruments. Mm. Uh, and this is just, you know, for anyone who's like into sample-based hip-hop, their, their tracks make great samples. As Jay Z knows, uh, Miles, is that Trader like Trader Joe's? Is this song about Trader Joe's? <laughs> no, what? No, Traitor. Oh, Traitor. Oh, okay, my bad. Man. I just wanted to clarify. No, I get it. You just got your Trader Joe's sponsorship. Yeah, we yeah. To, we have to mention the show at least nine times organically. <laughs> uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio and Trader Joe's. From no. <laughs> uh, just iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's gonna do it. For this week, uh, we'll be back this afternoon. Tell you what's trending, and then back on Monday with more podcasts. We'll talk to you guys then. Bye. <laughs>